Post 82 is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King's ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers and shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams. So head over to the App Store or the Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Well, 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 what do we have here for the latest edition of the Post 82 podcast? We have another Kings win. Kings knocked off the Portland Trail Blazers 107.99 Tuesday night. At Golden One Center, and in case you didn't know, this is Jason Jones checking in with you to give you the rundown on that and just the Kings winning four or five, life without De'Aaron Fox, and just what in the world are they doing now that's working so much better that wasn't working in the first five games where they were 0-5 and and just uh, looked pretty abysmal just to start the season, but... Before I jump into that, let's just give you a quick rundown of the game. Uh, the Kings were led by Bogdan Bogdanovich with 25 points, 10 assists. Bogey's going to be taking a lot more of a, a lot more responsibility, a bigger role as a playmaker, ball handler, point guard without De'Aaron Fox in the lineup, and he did he did that well. It was actually Bogey's third consecutive game, getting at least 20 points. Bad shooting night for Buddy Hill, 7 of 21, 2 of 11 on 3 for his 21 points. Uh, not not 21, check that, 20 points. I just saw all those ones and said 21, but it was 20 points. Um, Buddy started off really bad on his threes, wearing a headband. Not sure if that headband was in honor of De'Aaron or why he had a headband on. I hadn't seen him in a headband before, but Buddy decided to be a little different tonight with the headband and that didn't work out too well for him, so he says no more headbands again. Yeah, because the Kings can't possibly hope to have a lot of success with Buddy shooting 33% from the field. Uh, but obviously, you look to the rest of the starting lineup. Uh, Nemanja Bialica, 19 points, 12 rebounds. Rashawn Holmes, 11 points, 10 rebounds, 16 points from Harrison Barnes. Corey Joseph, who started at 4 De'Aaron. Only had three points, but it was a big three late in the game. After he'd missed his first five shots, it gives the Kings a, a little breathing room. Just when it looked like Portland was trying to rally late. But the Kings did a good job of pulling away from the Blazers. A struggling team, a team that has not looked good lately. You look at the this Blazers team, they had that they weren't without they were without Rodney Hood that you still would think that a Kings team down two starters in De'Aaron and Marvin Bagley III would be a, a, uh, a situation where Portland would come in thinking they could get the win. Maybe they'd come out with a little more fire. But they did start off well, had you know an early 11-point lead, but just couldn't keep that going. C.J. McCollum, 24 points. Damian Lillard, 27 points. But 13 of those came on free throws. He was 6-10 from the field. That's... Ten shots, that's not a lot of shots for Dame. Kings did a good job of jumping him, trapping him, trying to get the ball out of his hands and essentially saying, if we're going to lose this game, it won't be because Dame time showed up and we let Damian go for whatever, 15, 24th quarter points. So that's a good sign for the Kings that you see some defensive strategy. 
you see it being implemented and you have an idea of what they're trying to do. So let's kind of dive into some of the things from this game, not just from this game but over the last week or so about what's different about this Kings team that it's allowed them to win four or five. Just talk to the guys after the game. One thing that stands out was there's a lot of talk about just being able to practice, just being able to get on the practice court more than they had during the preseason. You know, it's, it sounds like an excuse, you know, but that India trip did wipe them out to a degree, took away a lot of their practice time, didn't make it where they could get in there and do some of the things they needed to do leading up to this season. So they had some practice time on the road. Had some practice time the last couple of days leading up to the game. So you're really seeing that pay off in the, in the games now, I think. There's a, a little more continuity and understanding to the defense. It seems like guys are communicating better, know they're supposed to be on defense. And that's one thing someone pointed out in the locker room, I believe it was Rashawn Holmes. He pointed that out to the guys. They know where guys are supposed to be at least now. And that helps a whole lot offensively. One thing yeah, I noticed tonight as the game progressed, the ball movement, the player movement, the not relying on the one-on-one play, that was a big reason why they were able to kind of get going. And thanks to a big third quarter, they outscored the Blazers 35-21 that quarter, kind of pull away in the game and get themselves enough distance and space from between themselves and the Blazers to uh, win this game. And it's important. I mean, I think you can't understate the importance of the Kings' ability to practice and get to know each other, work together, work with Luke Walton as coach more for some of their recent success. I mean, I know we live in a knee-jerk, fire the coach after two, three games world. I've said before that was ridiculous. That was insane. I don't know why people would go to fire someone five games in, but the reality is. These guys didn't know Luke well in terms of his system. The one thing uh, uh, Bogey said tonight was that the Kings still wanted to play fast, but there were new plays. They were trying to understand just exactly how they were going to be defended by teams, and there were some struggles with that. And some of the shots they got that might have been good, they just weren't making them. So what you've seen over the last few games is just kind of – I think a better understanding of what they, of what Luke Walton wants from them, a little more continuity, familiarity with what's going on, and it's starting to pay. It's slowly but surely starting to pay off. I'm not saying the Kings are going to win 80% of their games the rest of the way. Of course, they're not going to do that. But what you are seeing now is just some steps being taken in the right direction to kind of get that, get the team going, going forward. Going in the going in the right way, and I think things are going to start to pay off for them. It may not always end up in a win like it did against Portland, but as long as they can continue to build on their principles, build on what it is they want to do, build on those things, I think this is going to be it's going to pay off for them in the long run. The other major takeaway I had from the Portland game is just that Bogdan Bogdanovich, Bogey, you know, he's a He's really kind of found his way now in this system. Uh, looks way more comfortable lately, more comfortable than I remember him looking at all of last season. Last season, it just looked like he was, uh, there's a lot of instances of him trying to go one-on-one too much, too much dribbling, just, you know, making it difficult on himself. And 
he was a great distributor facilitator against the Blazers that game high 10 assist and the 25 points just a good floor general and the Kings need that from him without uh De'Aaron available so just a great floor general he says he's feeling good about what the Kings are doing what they're running all those all that wonderful stuff so good to see for the Kings sake it's good to see how he's progressing because they're going to need a lot more of this from Bogdanovich as the um, the longer De'Aaron's out, just because they need the extra facilitator. They did get uh, 16 minutes from Yogi Ferrell tonight. Yogi had nine points, three assists in just 16 minutes. No, solid backup minutes. But a lot of the, the playmaking responsibility is going to fall on Bogey until De'Aaron's back. So I'm not going to expect the 25 and 10 every night from him, but I do expect that they're going to account on Bogey to provide some stability, some leadership, some offense, some playmaking. And the one thing that Luke Walden pointed after the game, too, was that defensively, Bogey got after it. He had four steals, had some deflections, seemed really engaged on that end. Another positive for the Kings as they move forward. And so now as we look ahead to what's coming up for the Kings, it's going to be a... Uh, one thing Bogdanovich said after the game I thought was kind of funny was that he felt uh, the Kings had until midnight to celebrate beating Portland because next up was they're going to be in L.A. against the Lakers. It's a whole other monster, um, no other ball game. Lakers went down to Phoenix and won Tuesday night. The Lakers have LeBron James. The Lakers have Anthony Davis. They have a much improved defensive unit now. So this is going to be a tough, that will be a tough challenge for the Kings. No doubt it would be a tough challenge. The Kings always seem to get up for playing the Lakers, but undermanned. They're going to need to be really be solid in their principles, solid, especially defensively. Try to, and even then, who do you really have that can contain an Anthony Davis and a LeBron James? Especially depending on what's going on with Trevor Ariza, who said didn't finish the game with a sore right groin. If you don't have him as an extra uh, wing defender and a, and a guy who can give you some length out there in the perimeter, it's going to make it just that much tougher on the Kings. But right now, the Kings are feeling good. Not not good in the sense of like they've got everything figured out, but they definitely know it's not as bad as it was when they started the year 0-5. So they feel, they're feeling a lot better. They just feel like the practice time has really helped them out a lot. They feel like they're getting to know each other better, even as the line has changed with the injuries. So that's going to give the Kings something to build on as they prepare for the Lakers. Uh, Luke Walton gave them Wednesday off just because they are so banged up right now. You know, guys who aren't playing much will come into the facility on Wednesday to get some work in. But it'll be a maintenance recovery off day for the Kings. That's all I got for you on this one. Like I said, the Kings win. 107.99 winners of four of their last five uh, maybe some of you out there who don't like Luke Walton might like him a little bit more now <laughs> or maybe not I don't know it's all good uh, I'll check back in later on in the week uh, from Los Angeles my hometown probably after I get me some Roscoe's I will check in with you all let you know what I think about that game down in LA 
It's Staples Center. So take care, everyone. Enjoy your evening, and I will talk to you soon.